Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Jesus forgave us of all sin, past, present, and even future sin. The first time I realized that Jesus took the absolute penalty, punishment, all of it for my sins, that was freedom for me. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Monday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today, I am continuing to teach on The War Is Over. That's a teaching that I have. I've got a book on it in English and Spanish. I've also got CDs and study guides. And this is my final week of teaching on this. And, you know, I have covered a lot of material, and I've still got a lot to say, so I really haven't got time to go back over it, but I would encourage you to please get this material. I think that this is one of the most important things that the Lord ever revealed to me. You know, if you've heard me before, you know that in 1968, I had an encounter with the love and the grace of God that just totally changed my life. And I knew that God loved me completely independent of anything I deserved. I knew it, it had nothing to do with me. It was just because God was love, not because I was lovely. I knew that, but I couldn't understand it. I could not understand. And a lot of my misunderstanding came because I had been raised under the law. I had been raised to think that you had to deserve the goodness of God, that you had to earn His favor and His anointing and His blessing in your life. And I knew that I didn't deserve it. And if I had not understood the things that I've been teaching during this series, I would have lost my understanding of God's goodness for me because, you know, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You can experience God's grace and mercy AND IT MAY AFFECT YOU FOR A BRIEF PERIOD OF TIME, BUT ON THE LONG HAUL, YOUR LIFE WILL GO THE WAY OF YOUR THOUGHTS. AND I HAD BEEN TAUGHT THAT GOD, YOU HAD TO EARN GOD'S FAVOR. YOU HAD TO PERFORM, THAT GOD DEALT WITH US BASED PROPORTIONAL TO OUR PERFORMANCE. AND THAT'S NOT TRUE UNDER THE NEW COVENANT. IT WAS TRUE UNDER THE OLD COVENANT. AND SEE, I WAS TAUGHT THE OLD COVENANT. I DID NOT HAVE AN UNDERSTANDING. AND SO THIS TEACHING ON THE WAR IS OVER IS BASICALLY a, a REVELATION OF THE NEW VERSUS THE OLD COVENANT. AND IF I HADN'T HAVE GOTTEN THIS, I WOULD HAVE LOST THE BENEFIT OF THAT EXPERIENCE THAT I HAD. THIS IS JUST CRITICAL. IT'S REALLY, REALLY IMPORTANT. SO THIS LAST WEEK, I WAS TEACHING FROM ROMANS CHAPTER 5, VERSE 13, THAT SAYS, UNTIL THE LAW, SIN WAS IN THE WORLD, BUT SIN IS NOT IMPUTED WHEN THERE IS NO LAW. AND THIS IS WHAT BEGAN TO REALLY OPEN TO ME MY UNDERSTANDING ABOUT THE DIFFERENCE BETWEEN THE OLD AND THE NEW COVENANT. FOR THE FIRST 2,000 YEARS AFTER ADAM AND EVE SINNED, THEY BASICALLY, THERE WAS A GRACE OF GOD, A MERCY, BECAUSE GOD WASN'T IMPUTING MAN'S SINS UNTO THEM. BUT WHEN THE LAW CAME, GOD BEGAN TO HOLD MEN'S SINS AGAINST THEM. HE BEGAN TO JUDGE THEM. THERE WAS WRATH POURED OUT. HE STRUCK PEOPLE. YOU CAN GO INTO DEUTERONOMY CHAPTER 28 AND THERE WAS THE BOTCH AND THE MILDEW AND EMRODS and, AND ALL OF THESE THINGS AND DISTRESS AND SICKNESS AND DISEASE AND ALL OF THIS STUFF THAT CAME AS PUNISHMENT. WHY DID GOD DO THAT? BECAUSE GOD, BECAUSE MEN WERE TAKING GOD'S LACK OF PUNISHMENT AND JUDGMENT ON MAN'S SINS DURING THE FIRST 2,000 YEARS AFTER ADAM AND EVE'S SINS. THEY WERE TAKING GOD'S LACK OF PUNISHMENT AS APPROVAL 
AND THEY WERE JUST LETTING SIN RUN RAMPANT. AND EVEN THOUGH GOD WASN'T BRINGING HIS JUDGMENT UPON SIN, SATAN GAINED INROAD INTO THE HUMAN RACE AND INTO OUR LIVES INDIVIDUALLY THROUGH SIN, AND HE WAS DESTROYING US. AND SO EVEN THOUGH GOD DID NOT WANT TO REVEAL HIS WRATH, THAT'S THE REASON HE WAITED 2,000 YEARS TO REVEAL HIS WRATH THROUGH THE LAW, EVEN THOUGH GOD DIDN'T WANT TO DO THAT, THAT WAS NOT HIS FIRST CHOICE. HE HAD TO DO IT BECAUSE WE WERE MISUNDERSTANDING. WE WERE INTO RELATIVE MORALITY. IT SAYS IN 2 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 10, VERSE 12, THAT THEY COMPARING THEMSELVES AMONG THEMSELVES AND MEASURING THEMSELVES BY THEMSELVES ARE NOT WISE. BUT PEOPLE STILL DO THIS TODAY, AND GOD NEEDED TO GIVE A PROPER STANDARD OF RIGHT AND WRONG TO REMOVE OUR DECEPTION THAT WE WERE SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER WORTHY TO HAVE A RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD JUST BASED ON OUR OWN PERFORMANCE. THE LAW CONDEMNED US AND MADE US GUILTY BEFORE GOD. AND THAT WAS ONE OF THE REASONS THAT GOD GAVE THE LAW. YOU KNOW, IT'S... HERE'S AN ILLUSTRATION THAT HELPS ME, BUT IT'S WHEN CHILDREN ARE LITTLE. YOU KNOW, PARENTS ARE RESPONSIBLE FOR TEACHING THEIR CHILDREN RIGHT FROM WRONG. AND WE HAVE TO INSTILL THAT IN THEM. BUT YOU CAN'T WAIT UNTIL YOUR CHILD IS, SAY, A TEENAGER BEFORE YOU REALLY START EXPLAINING THINGS TO THEM. WHEN THEY'RE LITTLE, YOU'VE GOT TO START TEACHING THEM THAT, NO, YOU CANNOT GO OVER THERE AND JUST TAKE THINGS AWAY FROM YOUR BROTHER OR SISTER. NO, IT'S NOT ALL ABOUT YOU. YOU CAN'T JUST THROW A FIT AND SCREAM IN A STORE AND DO WHATEVER YOU WANT TO. YOU HAVE TO START TEACHING THEM THINGS. AND IF YOU WAIT UNTIL THEY'RE OLD ENOUGH, WELL, THEN THEY'VE ALREADY ESTABLISHED THESE PATTERNS. SO YOU HAVE TO START VERY YOUNG TEACHING YOUR CHILDREN RIGHT FROM WRONG. BUT WHEN A CHILD IS TWO YEARS OLD, YOU CAN'T REASON WITH THEM LIKE AN ADULT. YOU CAN'T SAY, NOW, DON'T TAKE THAT TOY FROM YOUR SISTER, BECAUSE IF YOU DO THAT, THEN YOU'RE OPERATING IN SELFISHNESS, AND THAT COMES FROM THE DEVIL. JESUS TOLD YOU IT'S MORE BLESSED TO GIVE THAN IT IS TO RECEIVE. AND SO YOU OUGHT TO BE GIVING. SEE, IF YOU TRY AND REASON WITH A CHILD THAT WAY, TWO-YEAR-OLD, THEY DON'T UNDERSTAND THAT. IF YOU TELL THEM THAT, YOU KNOW, IF YOU JUST CONTINUE TO BE SELFISH LIKE THIS, THEN YOU'RE NEVER GOING TO HAVE FRIENDS. AND IF YOU DO GET MARRIED, YOUR MARRIAGE WILL FAIL BECAUSE YOU ARE ONLY THINKING ABOUT YOURSELF. MARRIAGE ISN'T 50-50. IT'S 100-100. YOU'VE GOT TO GIVE YOURSELF TO YOUR MATES. YOU'VE GOT TO LAY DOWN YOUR LIFE FOR THEM THE WAY THAT CHRIST LAID DOWN HIS LIFE FOR THE CHURCH. SEE, IF YOU TRY AND TELL A TWO-YEAR-OLD THAT, THEY DON'T UNDERSTAND. BUT YOU KNOW WHAT A TWO-YEAR-OLD WILL UNDERSTAND? YOU DO THAT AGAIN. YOU GO OVER THERE AND TAKE THAT TOY FROM YOUR BROTHER OR SISTER, YOU'RE GOING TO GET A SPANKING OR HOWEVER IT IS THAT YOU PUNISH THEM. YOU ARE GOING TO RECEIVE PUNISHMENT. DID YOU KNOW THAT THAT CHILD MAY NOT EVEN KNOW THERE IS A GOD OR A DEVIL, A HEAVEN OR A HELL, THEY MAY NOT UNDERSTAND ANY OF THESE THINGS, BUT THE NEXT TIME THIS DESIRE TO GO OVER THERE AND TAKE SOMETHING AWAY FROM, from THEIR BROTHER OR SISTER COMES, THEY'LL SAY NO BECAUSE THEY'RE AFRAID OF PUNISHMENT. WELL, SEE, IN A SENSE, THAT'S WHAT THE LORD DID. BEFORE WE GOT BORN AGAIN, THE SCRIPTURE SAYS IN 1 CORINTHIANS chapter 2, VERSE 14, THAT THE NATURAL MAN CANNOT UNDERSTAND THE THINGS OF THE SPIRIT OF GOD. THEY ARE FOOLISHNESS UNTO HIM, NEITHER CAN HE KNOW THEM BECAUSE THEY'RE SPIRITUALLY DISCERNED. UNDER THE OLD TESTAMENT, PEOPLE COULDN'T BE BORN AGAIN. THEY COULDN'T GET A BRAND NEW HEART. THEY COULDN'T HAVE THEIR MIND TOTALLY TRANSFORMED THE WAY THAT WE CAN UNDER THE MINISTRY OF THE HOLY SPIRIT TODAY. AND SO HOW DID GOD DEAL WITH THEM? HE DEALT WITH THEM LIKE A LITTLE TINY BABY, LIKE A CHILD. THE ONE THING THEY DID UNDERSTAND, YOU GO OVER HERE AND PICK UP STICKS ON THE SABBATH DAY AND BREAK THAT LAW, I'LL KILL YOU. YOU GO OUT AND DO THIS AND WE WILL STONE YOU TO DEATH. 
AND EVEN THOUGH THEY DIDN'T REALLY UNDERSTAND ALL OF THE SPIRITUAL THINGS, THEY KNEW THAT, MAN, IF I LIVE LIKE THIS, I AM GOING TO BE PUNISHED, AND IT RESTRAINED THE AMOUNT OF SIN THAT THEY COMMITTED. JUST LOOK AT IT THIS WAY. BEFORE NOAH'S FLOOD, THE SCRIPTURE SAYS THAT THINGS WERE TERRIBLE. MAN, PEOPLE WERE LIVING IN TOTAL SEXUAL IMMORALITY. the, THE WHOLE EARTH HAD CORRUPTED ITSELF SO THAT GOD BROUGHT A FLOOD AND KILLED ALL BUT EIGHT PEOPLE ON THE FACE OF THE EARTH. AND THEN THE LAW WAS GIVEN JUST SHORTLY AFTER THE TIME OF NOAH, AND GUESS WHAT? JESUS SAID, AS IT WAS IN THE DAYS OF NOAH, SO SHALL IT BE IN THE COMING OF THE SON OF MAN. SO HERE'S MY POINT. IN JUST 1656 YEARS IS WHEN THE FLOOD CAME, AFTER THE FALL OF ADAM AND EVE. IN 1656 YEARS, THE EARTH HAD GOTTEN TO THIS STAGE OF CORRUPTION THAT WAS SO BAD THAT GOD DESTROYED THE EARTH. AND NOW IT HAS BEEN BASICALLY 4,000-SOMETHING YEARS SINCE THEN, AND THINGS ARE JUST NOW GETTING BACK TO THAT STATE OF CORRUPTION. AND IMMORALITY. THAT'S WHAT JESUS SAID. AS IT WAS IN THE DAYS OF NOAH, THAT'S THE WAY IT'S GOING TO BE IN THE DAYS OF THE COMING OF THE SON OF MAN. THE SON OF MAN HADN'T COME BACK THE SECOND TIME, SO WE'RE JUST NOW APPROACHING BACK TO THAT SAME LEVEL OF CORRUPTION AFTER 4,000 YEARS. IT TOOK LESS THAN 2,000 YEARS TO REACH THAT. NOW IT'S BEEN TWICE AS LONG, AND THINGS HAVEN'T GOTTEN THAT BAD YET. THEY'RE JUST NOW GETTING THERE. WHAT WAS THE DIFFERENCE? ONE OF THE BIG DIFFERENCES IS THE LAW. WHEN GOD GAVE THE LAW, IT PUT FEAR IN PEOPLE. PROVERBS 16, 6 SAYS, BY THE FEAR OF THE LORD, MEN DEPART FROM EVIL. FEAR OF PUNISHMENT CAUSES CHILDREN TO DO WHAT'S RIGHT BEFORE THEY KNOW why WHY IT'S RIGHT TO DO THAT. LIKEWISE, FEAR OF PUNISHMENT KEEPS CARNAL MEN FROM JUST GIVING THEMSELVES OVER TO SATAN TO WHERE THEY BECOME SO DEMON POSSESSED THAT THEY CAN'T BE REACHED. THERE IS A PLACE FOR THE LAW TODAY. YOU KNOW, WHEN I WAS A KID, WE GREW UP ON A BUSY CITY STREET, AND MY DAD DIED WHEN I WAS YOUNG, AND EVEN UP UNTIL THE TIME I WAS 12 IS WHEN HE DIED, AND EVEN UP UNTIL THEN, HE WAS ALWAYS SICKLY. SO IT WAS MY MOTHER PRIMARILY THAT DISCIPLINED ME. AND I TELL YOU WHAT, MY MOTHER USED TO BEAT ME IF I CROSSED THE STREET WITHOUT LOOKING BOTH WAYS. IF WE WERE PLAYING BALL AND A BALL ROLLED OUT INTO THE STREET, I JUST DIDN'T RUN OUT INTO THE STREET. NOT BECAUSE I REALLY UNDERSTOOD EVERYTHING ABOUT THE REASON WHY, MY REASON FOR NOT RUNNING OUT INTO THE STREET WAS BECAUSE MY MOTHER WOULD WHOOP ME. AND SO UNTIL I GOT TO WHERE I COULD UNDERSTAND, MY MOTIVATION WASN'T SO THAT I WOULDN'T BE HIT BY A CAR. IT WASN'T FOR MY SELF-PRESERVATION. IT WAS SO THAT I WOULDN'T GET A SPANKING. AND THAT WAS MY MOTIVATION. BUT YOU KNOW, MY MOTHER IS NOW IN HEAVEN WITH THE LORD. I I DON'T FEAR MY MOTHER GIVING ME A SPANKING, BUT TO THIS DAY, WHEN I START TO CROSS THE STREET, I LOOK BOTH WAYS. AND I MAY, I MAY DO IT TWICE BECAUSE I HAD THIS GROUND INTO ME. AND NOW I DO IT BECAUSE I RECOGNIZE THE REAL PURPOSE BEHIND IT. BUT BACK WHEN I WAS A KID, I DIDN'T UNDERSTAND THAT. THE REASON I LOOKED BOTH WAYS BEFORE I CROSSED THE STREET WAS SO I WOULDN'T GET A SPANKING. WELL, LIKEWISE, PRIOR TO PEOPLE BEING BORN AGAIN AND GETTING THE MIND OF CHRIST PUT ON THE INSIDE OF THEM AND ALL OF THE BENEFITS THAT WE HAVE AS A BORN-AGAIN BELIEVER, THE LAW WAS A DETRIMENT TO US LIVING IN SIN. IT LIMITED WHAT SATAN COULD DO TO DESTROY US, NOT BECAUSE WE HAD TOTAL UNDERSTANDING, BUT JUST FEAR OF PUNISHMENT. THE LAW RELEASED THE WRATH, THE FEAR, THE CONDEMNATION OF GOD, AND IT SERVED A PURPOSE. 
It did two things. First of all, for those of us who were relatively holy, and I put myself in that category, I was raised in a Christian home, and I have lived a super holy life by most people's standards. But as I said before, who wants to be the best sinner that ever went to hell? All of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I had sinned. Maybe not to the degree that you have or somebody else has, but I had sinned, and I was deserving of going to hell. I needed a Savior. SO FOR THOSE WHO WERE RELATIVELY GOOD AND THEY HAD A RELATIVE MORALITY AND THEY WERE COMPARING THEMSELVES WITH OTHER PEOPLE AND THEREFORE THEY DIDN'T FEEL LIKE THEY NEEDED A SAVIOR, THE LAW SERVED A PURPOSE AND THAT WAS TO REVEAL OUR SIN TO US, TO SHOW US HOW CORRUPT WE WERE SO THAT WE WOULD QUIT TRUSTING IN OURSELVES. WE WOULD QUIT BEING SELF-RIGHTEOUS AND WE WOULD THROW OURSELVES ON THE MERCY OF GOD AND ASK FORGIVENESS. SO THAT WAS ONE THING. BUT ALSO FOR SOCIETY AS A WHOLE, THE LAW HAS A PURPOSE, AND THAT IS THAT it, IT ELIMINATES THIS RELATIVE MORALITY, AND IT SHOWS US HERE IS GOD'S STANDARD. IT DOESN'T MATTER WHAT THE LGBTQ COMMUNITY SAYS AND WHAT OUR SOCIETY SAYS TODAY. HERE'S WHAT GOD'S WORD SAYS. THE LAW HAS A PURPOSE TO SHOW US WHAT RIGHT AND WRONG IS. AND WITHOUT THE LAW, THEN EVERYBODY JUST, YOU KNOW, BASICALLY DOES WHAT THEY THINK IS RIGHT. AND SINCE THIS PERSON OVER HERE, THEY'VE DONE CERTAIN THINGS AND THEY DIDN'T DIE. THEY'RE FAMOUS. THEY'RE RICH. THEY'RE ON THE FRONT OF MAGAZINE COVERS. EVERYBODY WANTS THEIR AUTOGRAPHED, AND YET THEY'RE LIVING A TOTALLY IMMORAL LIFESTYLE. AND SO THEY THINK, WELL, IT MUST BE OKAY. NO, HERE COMES THE LAW. AND THE LAW SHOWS YOU IT DOESN'T MATTER WHAT ANYBODY ELSE DOES. WE'RE GOING TO STAND BEFORE GOD. AND THIS IS GOD'S STANDARD, AND THIS IS WHAT WE'RE GOING TO BE HELD ACCOUNTABLE TO. SO IT TOOK AWAY SELF-RIGHTEOUSNESS. IT ALSO SHOWED US A PROPER STANDARD. YOU KNOW, I'VE, I've THOUGHT OF IT THIS WAY. IF YOU COULD IMAGINE THAT THERE WAS A NUMBER OF US THAT WERE STANDING, BUT WE WERE IN QUICKSAND, AND WE WERE SINKING, BUT WE WERE ALL SINKING RELATIVELY AT THE SAME PACE. AND IF YOU'RE JUST COMPARING YOURSELF WITH OTHER PEOPLE, THEN YOU MAY KNOW THAT SOMETHING IS WRONG, BUT YOU LOOK AROUND AND EVERYBODY ELSE IS IN THE SAME MESS, and AND you're, YOU'RE RELATIVE TO THEM. EVERYTHING IS FINE. AND SO YOU KNOW WHAT? YOU JUST BLOW IT OFF AND YOU DON'T PAY ATTENTION. BUT IF THERE COULD BE SOMETHING ON SOLID GROUND, LIKE SOME KIND OF A MEASUREMENT, SOMETHING THAT SHOWED YOU uh, FEET AND INCHES AND STUFF THAT WASN'T SINKING, THEN RELATIVE TO THAT PERFECT STANDARD THAT DIDN'T MOVE, YOU COULD RECOGNIZE IT. MAYBE COMPARED TO THESE PEOPLE, I'M OKAY, BUT COMPARED TO THIS POLE WITH THIS MEASUREMENT ON IT, MAN, I'M SINKING. IF SOMETHING DOESN'T HAPPEN, I'M EVENTUALLY GOING TO BE DESTROYED BY THIS. SEE, THAT'S WHAT THE LAW WAS. THE LAW WAS SOMETHING THAT WAS INFLEXIBLE, UNMOVABLE. IT DOESN'T CHANGE WITH SOCIETY. WE HAD ONE OF OUR PRESIDENTS WHO CLAIMED TO BE A CHRISTIAN. HE WAS uh, BEING ASKED SOMETHING ABOUT, HOW CAN YOU PROMOTE THIS WHEN THE BIBLE SPEAKS AGAINST IT? AND HIS ANSWER WAS THAT THE BIBLE IS RELATIVE TO YOUR CULTURE. BACK IN THAT CULTURE, THIS WAS WRONG, BUT IN OUR DAY AND AGE, IT'S NOT. NOW, SEE, THAT IS A TOTAL MISUNDERSTANDING. ANYBODY WHO TRULY GOES TO THE WORD OF GOD KNOWS THAT THERE IS NO RELATIVE MORALITY IN THE WORD OF GOD. IT IS ABSOLUTE. AND SO THIS IS ONE OF THE THINGS THAT THE LAW WAS GIVEN TO DO. YOU NEED TO RECOGNIZE, JUST LIKE IT SAYS HERE IN ROMANS CHAPTER 5 IN VERSE 12, IT SAYS, WHEREFORE AS BY ONE MAN SIN ENTERED INTO THE WORLD, AND DEATH BY SIN, AND SO DEATH PASSED UPON ALL MEN, FOR THAT ALL HAVE SINNED. DEATH CAME INTO THIS EARTH, SIN CAME INTO THIS EARTH THROUGH ONE MAN, NOT JUST YOUR SIN. IT'S NOT YOU RELATIVE TO OTHER PEOPLE'S ACTIONS, BUT NO, YOU WERE BORN A SINNER.
You were born separated from God. Look at these verses here in Romans chapter 5. Man, this is powerful. In verse 15, it says, But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. In other words, it's making a comparison, but it's an opposite comparison. In other words, Adam's sin just went through one person into the whole human race. Now, Jesus, what He did, comes through one person into the whole human race, but Adam's was to corruption. Jesus was to righteousness. It entered into the whole human race. So it says, But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. So he's making a comparison here. You became a sinner, not through what you did, but through what Adam did. You were born a sinner. Well, when you make Jesus your Lord, you become righteous, not through your own actions, not because you are perfectly righteous, but Jesus' righteousness gets imputed unto you. I've already used this verse out of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, but it says, For He hath made Him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. Jesus was sinless, but He became sin because He took our sin upon Him. We were sinful, but we became righteous because all of our sin was placed upon Jesus and all of His righteousness was placed upon us. Now, this only applies to those who receive this gift of salvation. Back to Romans chapter 5 and verse 16, "...but not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification." So one sin, Adam and Eve's sin, made the entire human race sinful. So now here on the opposite hand, there were many offenses, but one atonement for our sin made the, all of those who would accept it completely free. In verse 17, For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. You know, if you're paying attention to these scriptures, every one of these things are saying that it's not your individual performance. You were made a sinner not because of your individual performance, but because of Adam's sin. You were born in sin. Likewise, you are made righteous when you make Jesus your Lord, not because of your individual actions, but because of what Jesus did for you. See, this is the difference between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. The Old Covenant was punishment, wrath, based on your performance. And sad to say, a lot of Christians today are still feeling that God is angry at them over their individual performance. No, God accepts you based on what Jesus did, not based on your individual actions. Man, that's awesome. In verse 18, Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Man, that is, that is nearly too good to be true news. And then it says in verse 20, Moreover, the law entered 
THAT THE OFFENSE MIGHT ABOUND, BUT WHERE SIN ABOUNDED, GRACE DID MUCH MORE ABOUND. AGAIN, THIS IS WHAT I'VE BEEN TRYING TO SAY FOR THE LAST WEEK, THAT THE REASON THE LAW ENTERED, THE REASON GOD GAVE THE LAW WAS TO MAKE THE OFFENSE ABOUND. THE LAW WASN'T GIVEN TO SET YOU FREE FROM SIN, BUT IT WAS GIVEN TO EMPOWER SIN AND LET SIN JUST WORK ITS DEATH IN YOU SO THAT YOU WOULD QUIT TRUSTING IN YOURSELF. YOU KNOW, HERE'S ANOTHER EXAMPLE. IF YOU COULD IMAGINE AN OLD BULL LAYING IN A PASTURE, CHEWING ITS CUD, AND THIS BULL SAYS, YOU KNOW, I'M MEAN. EVERY PERSON THAT WALKS THROUGH THIS PASTURE, I CHASE THEM, I TRY AND GORE THEM. THIS IS WRONG. I SHOULDN'T BE THIS WAY. I'M GOING TO QUIT BEING A BULL. FROM NOW ON, I'M A SHEEP. AND SO THIS BULL IS LAYING THERE THINKING THAT IT'S A SHEEP. DID YOU KNOW THAT A BULL CAN'T CHANGE FROM A BULL TO A SHEEP JUST BECAUSE IT THINKS SO? JUST BECAUSE IT SAYS IT'S NOT GOING TO DO SOMETHING ANYMORE. ITS NATURE IS TO BE A BULL. AND IF YOU COULD IMAGINE THIS HAPPENING AND THIS BULL SITTING THERE THINKING, I'M A SHEEP FROM NOW ON, AND IT TRIES TO BAW INSTEAD OF MOVE. DID YOU KNOW THAT THAT'S DECEPTION? THIS BULL, it's, IT WOULD BE TO THE BULL'S BENEFIT TO RECOGNIZE THAT IT IS STILL A BULL, THAT IT CAN'T CHANGE ITS NATURE BY JUST DESIRING IT TO BE SO. SO HOW DO YOU BRING IT OUT OF THAT DECEPTION? YOU JUST BRING A RED FLAG AND YOU WAVE THIS RED FLAG IN FRONT OF IT AND ALL OF A SUDDEN THAT OLD BULL NATURE RISES UP AND THIS BULL CHARGES AND IT REALIZES, WHOOPS, YOU KNOW, EVEN THOUGH I THOUGHT I WAS DIFFERENT, I'M NOT. I'M STILL A BULL. I NEED TO BE BORN AGAIN. IF YOU WANT TO CHANGE FROM A BULL TO A SHEEP, YOU MUST BE BORN A SHEEP. NOW, SEE, THIS IS AN ANALOGY BECAUSE THERE ARE SOME PEOPLE THAT THINK, WELL, I KNOW I'VE DONE WRONG IN THE PAST, BUT I'VE TURNED OVER A NEW LEAF. I'M NOW A NEW PERSON. I'M DIFFERENT NOW, AND EVERYTHING HAS CHANGED. NO, YOUR NATURE, YOU WERE BY NATURE A CHILD OF WRATH. YOU WERE BY NATURE A SINNER, AND JUST DESIRING TO CHANGE AND DESIRING TO BE DIFFERENT IS NOT GOING TO SET YOU FREE. YOU'VE GOT TO BE BORN AGAIN. SO HOW IS IT THAT GOD BROUGHT US OUT OF THIS DECEPTION WHEN YOU THOUGHT THAT, HEY, I, I'VE QUIT ACTING THIS WAY. I DON'T li ACT LIKE THIS ANYMORE. I KNOW GOD'S GOING TO ACCEPT ME NOW. HOW DID HE BRING US OUT OF THAT DECEPTION? HE SAYS, THOU SHALT NOT. AND ALL OF A SUDDEN, YOU FELT THAT THAT SIN NATURE ROSE UP. YOU KNOW, I THINK I'VE USED THIS EXAMPLE BEFORE, BUT I WAS RUNNING A RACE ONE TIME, AND I AM A SUPER COMPETITOR, BUT I HAD GIVEN IT ALL I HAD. I WAS OUT OF JUICE, AND I WAS ABOUT A QUARTER OF A MILE FROM THE FINISH LINE, AND A MAN STARTED TO PASS ME, AND I, HE COULD TELL I WAS TRYING TO KEEP UP WITH HIM, BUT I JUST DIDN'T HAVE IT. AND HE LOOKED BACK OVER HIS SHOULDER, AND HE SAYS, YOU COULD DO BETTER THAN THAT. REALLY SARCASTIC. AND I MEAN SOMETHING HAPPENED. IT'S LIKE BOOM, MY ADRENALINE KICKED IN, AND I JUST PASSED THIS GUY LIKE HE WAS IN REVERSE. I GOT TO THE FINISH LINE, AND I COLLAPSED. I DON'T KNOW WHERE THAT CAME FROM, BUT SEE, THIS IS... WHEN, when SOMEBODY SAYS, THOU SHALT NOT, SOMETHING RISES UP ON THE INSIDE OF YOU THAT SAYS, BLESS GOD, I SHALL. THAT'S WHY GOD GAVE THE LAW, IS TO SHOW YOU THAT THIS NATURE HADN'T CHANGED YET. YOU NEED TO GET BORN AGAIN. YOU NEED A REBIRTH. MAN, THIS IS AWESOME. AWESOME STUFF. I AM OUT OF TIME AGAIN. THAT'S WHAT THIS BOOK IS ALL ABOUT. YOU NEED THIS. I DON'T CARE WHO YOU ARE. YOU NEED THIS. YOU NEED TO KNOW THE DIFFERENCE BETWEEN THE OLD TESTAMENT LAW AND THE NEW TESTAMENT GRACE. I'VE GOT THIS BOOK. I'VE GOT IT IN SPANISH. I'VE GOT CD'S, DVD'S, AND A STUDY GUIDE. IF YOU'LL LISTEN, OUR ANNOUNCER WILL GIVE YOU ALL THE INFORMATION ABOUT HOW YOU CAN RECEIVE THIS. AND REMEMBER THAT THIS COMING FRIDAY IS MY LAST DAY TO BE TEACHING THIS ON TELEVISION, SO YOU NEED TO CALL OR WRITE TODAY. 
Join me again tomorrow as we continue the Gospel Truth. We hope you enjoyed this edition of the Gospel Truth. Andrew would like to extend a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible for us to broadcast the message of God's unconditional love and grace all around the world. Because of your contributions, we've been able to put free ministry resources into the hands of millions in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. Andrew's teaching titled, The War Is Over, is available in a CD album recorded live from a Gospel Truth seminar or in a DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. You can also get this teaching as a book or study guide in either English or Spanish. Or you can get the War Is Over package, which includes your choice of either the CD or DVD album, the book and the study guide. This package has a catalog value of $85, but you can get it today for only $60. The individual audio CD highlighted in today's broadcast is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give, but if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. Our helpline number is 719-635-1111. If the lines are busy, remember, you can order ministry materials or become a Grace Partner 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at awmi.net. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. We'd like to point out Andrew's upcoming speaking schedule. Mark your calendars to come meet Andrew at one of these events and let the Word of God transform your life. In the month of February, he'll be in Orlando and Oakland, Florida. In March, he'll be at the Sanctuary in Woodland Park, Colorado for the annual Karis Bible College Men's Advance with special guest Tony Dungy, NFL Hall of Fame and Super Bowl winning coach, and James Brown, Emmy Award winning broadcaster on the CBS and NFL networks. Also at the Sanctuary in March, Andrew will be hosting the Army Conference for Ministers. And in April, Andrew will be back at the Sanctuary in Woodland Park for the annual Karis Bible College Campus Days, and also to host the new musical, David, the King of Jerusalem, a story of the faithfulness of God's grace in spite of struggle and tragedy. For more details on Andrew's next meeting in your area, visit our website at awmi.net. Karis Third Year is equipping an army to go into the seven mountains of influence in every society. In our third year school of ministry, become laser focused in your gifts and calling and put them into action. Students will interact and learn from ministers currently serving in the five-fold ministry as they are equipped through hands-on training with the practical tools needed to birth the ministry God has put in their hearts. Everybody has a calling. Everybody is separated unto something. This is the place to get equipped, to get built up, to be encouraged, to then be launched out and do what God's called us to do. Ignite your vision and take your mountain. For more information on our third-year school of ministry, go to karisbiblecollege.org slash thirdyear. Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I'd like to encourage you to check out our Gospel Truth 
TV. That's gospeltruth.tv. It's an internet-based television network. And you are not only going to get my teaching, but you are also going to hear instructors from Karis Bible College. You've got well-known people on there like Kenneth Copeland, Creflo Dollar, Jesse Duplantis, Keith Moore. These are all people that are friends of mine. We have differences and variances, but we're all preaching the same thing, and it's a safe place to be. You are going to be blessed. So check it out. It's 24-7, gospeltruth.tv.